with escaping wisps of red that framed her face. And there was a smudge of something sooty on her nose. Her unusual violet eyes were very bright and vivid with energy. Well, hello. Where did you come from? He liked her voice. It was quiet yet lilting, and vibrant with the same interest that filled her eyes. He replied to her politely, offering greetings. Her smile widened, and she reached out to touch him, careful until he raised his chin and purred happily. Then she scratched him in just the right way, her slim fingers deft and knowledgeable as they moved beneath his chin and behind his ears. The realtor said the owner was living somewhere on the place in a cottage, she remarked to him, still gently scratching. I suppose you live with him? He ventured a somewhat muffled response, his eyes half-closed and chin still raised in bliss. Well, you're not astray, that's for sure. You've obviously been fed and brushed on a regular basis. And then there's this. With a last scratch, she reached for the silver tag hanging from his decorative collar and read the single word silently. She raised her eyebrows as she met his limpid gaze. This time, her voice held definite surprise. Pendragon? He affirmed this cordially. She laughed. Forgive me, please, but that's an odd name for a cat, even a black one. Are you somebody's familiar? He expressed scorn for this. She laughed again, obviously understanding. His tone, if not the actual language. All right, I was just asking. Well, Pendragon, my name is Josie. It's nice to meet you. Since she accompanied the words with a luxurious stroke all the way down his back, his throaty response was more than usually delighted. You're welcome to check the house for mice or bugs, she told him agreeably. And you can even sleep on my bed, as long as whoever else you own doesn't mind. He appreciated the delicacy of her invitation. Only cat people understood that cats were never owned. If there was any belonging, it was on the part of their humans. He accepted her offer with dignified pleasure. She chuckled and scratched him briefly under his chin. Okay, the front door's open so you can explore inside. But I'd appreciate it if you'd stay out of my way while I'm carrying stuff in. The last thing I need is to break something falling over you. Got it? He indicated that he got it. Good. Then welcome to Westbrook. That's the name of the house, they tell me. It's named after the writer who built it back in the 30s. She stepped to the van and began pulling more boxes out, still talking casually to the watching cat. I didn't know about the writer until after I signed the lease, but it seems a good omen to me. I mean, Luke Westbrook is supposed to have said this place inspired him to write. So maybe it'll help me with my work. Think it might, cat? Pendragon replied with a suitably ambiguous opinion and watched as she gathered up two file boxes, a small suitcase, and another umbrella to carry inside. When she staggered up the sidewalk toward the house, a hint of movement from another direction caught his attention, and he raised his gaze to one of the high windows to search out the source of the motion. It was hardly more than a flicker, as though a curtain had been twitched back into place. Pendragon watched for a moment longer, but there was no further movement. He murmured something in the back of his throat and jumped off the mailbox platform. Tail held high, he strolled up the sidewalk toward the house, where there were lots of nooks and crannies. Chapter One
Excuse me, but... Josie nearly jumped out of her skin. Not only was the deep, masculine voice unfamiliar, it was totally unexpected. Though there were houses scattered about the countryside, none was close enough to invite curious neighbors to stroll over, particularly on a dreary fall afternoon. But even as she turned quickly away from her van to face him, she remembered that the owner of Westbrook was also staying on the place in a cottage, as the realtor had offhandedly explained. He hadn't explained a few other vital bits of information, however, and she was suddenly very conscious of her faded jeans, sloppy sweatshirt, and the disastrous state of her once neat braid. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. Josie looked up into apologetic gray eyes, and for an instant couldn't say a word. He had a slight southern accent.